Welcome back, y'all. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Some Dude Show. NBA Basketball Brunch. NBA Basketball Brunch live on AMP. Come in. Come on in, Laker Nation. LeBron fans, Laker fans, come on in. I see y'all coming in. It's a very somber day, as you can hear in my voice. It's not a good day. It's a very sad day. But welcome back to the Some Dude Show. I am your host, Some Dude, a.k.a. Cuffs the Legend, a.k.a. the biracial Jerry West. Let's all come together right now. Let's take a deep breath. Everybody's still coming in. Let's take a deep breath. Let's take this breath together, right? Let's all decompress together. Breathe through your nostrils right now. This is the Some Dude Basketball Brunch slash NBA basketball yoga session. This is a basketball therapy session right now today. The LA Lakers, they got swept last night. I didn't sleep well. I don't know about y'all. I did not sleep well. That's why I wanted to come on here today. I didn't sleep well last night. It was a rough night. <laughs> oh, it was a rough night, y'all. <laughs> that one hurt, man. That game really hurt. So I want y'all to come in here. This is a safe place. Just come in here and vent. This right here is the Some Dude Confession Booth. We're going to pull up today. I'm going to take some callers if you guys want to come on. We're going to talk to the basketball guys together. This is the Some Dude Confession Booth. We live on AMP. Don't let basketball stress you out. That is the theme that I've been explaining to y'all, right? The whole playoffs. Don't let basketball stress you out. I know I've been the trailblazer with telling you guys not to be stressed. Drink your athletic greens, your AG1. Get you some high-intensity cardio. Man, look, man. This morning I woke up. I drank my AG1, right? I went outside. I sat in my garage, man. And I was just looking at the sky. I was just looking at the clouds. I was just gazing at the clouds. <laughs> I took my pre-workout. I tried to get it going. I tried to get I tried to get that adrenaline rush, y'all. But I just didn't have it today. I didn't sleep well. So I just want to come on here. I know last night we had a spicy, spicy show. Spicy show last night for the first 20 minutes or so. I got disconnected. Had some technical difficulties with the app. So I apologize for that. I know I had a, a shitload of callers on the screen. A lot of emotions. We're running amok last night. Emotions were high. I know. LeBron fans, Laker Nation, NBA fans. I know emotions were high. We're going to try to take some callers. I see a couple of y'all on the screen right now. Shout out to everybody in the chat. I see the chat. <laughs> My girl, who is Ashley, thanks for hosting us, Cuffs. Yes, I'm here. This is a therapy session. We got Trey rumors on the screen. We got Kyrie Irving rumors, Dame Lillard, Trey Young rumors. It's going to be a spicy summer. We're going to talk about it today. If y'all stay with me, shout out to everybody riding around in their car with the aux cord. I've on amp, the truck drivers. I've been getting DMs from truck drivers, delivery drivers, guys out here riding around, grinding, listening to the Some Do Show. That means a lot because I'm stressed. But we're stressed together. So we're going to have a kumbaya moment today. We're going to bring it in. We're going to breathe through our nostrils, right? 
We're going to breathe through our nostrils. Shout out to my guy, Anderson Music. Shout out to everybody in the Some Dude Discord. If you're not in the Some Dude Discord, you're really missing some great basketball dialogue. And you, I'm, I'm going to give you all a disclaimer. If you come into the Some Dude Discord, and my, my Some Dude Discord guys and ladies and media members and NBA players with burner accounts hiding in the shrubbery, they can all attest to this. You got to have some thick fucking skin when you come in the Some Dude Discord. So if you want to come into some dude Discord, just hit me privately on the DM, Twitter, at Cuffs the Legend, Instagram, at Cuffs the Legend, and I can send you the Discord link, talking basketball 24-7. There's some real basketball minds in there, some of the funniest guys in the world from all around the world, and that's what's so dope about this community, man. You got guys from other countries, Italy and Spain and different continents touching in and tapping in and talking ball on the some dude show. So I really appreciate that. Jon Snow, I see y'all in the chat. But yeah, man, breathe through your nostrils, y'all. I want to touch on a few things. Before I let the callers in, I just want to go down my checklist, my mental checklist, because I had to sleep on it. You know, emotions were high, y'all. Like I told you, I was in my backyard last night to like three in the morning. It was like 2 o'clock in the morning. I drove to cookout and got a cookout tray, and I damn near got a milkshake at 2 a.m. That's how stressed out I was, y'all. I almost got a milkshake at 2 a.m. That's terrorist behavior right there. Eating any kind of dairy after midnight, you are, you are definitely depressed, right? I was depressed last night. I was on the highway all by myself. I was riding around listening. To, I was listening to John Redcorn by Sir. Shout out to Sir. <laughs> I'm not bullshitting. Two o'clock in the morning, riding down a back road highway to the fast food spot, listening to John Redcorn to soothe my soul. Because that game hurt, man. That one hurt. Like I said, I was sitting outside. (laughs) I was staring at the stars, man. My son was sad. The Lakers let us down, man. I hated to see LeBron go out like that. That's my first thing I want to really get off my chest. I started to touch on it last night, but like I said, we got disconnected. I just hate to see LeBron damn James go out like that. Like, it knocked all the wind out of my sails, man. Like, I was so sad, y'all. I was so sad last night and even this morning. I was so sad. I almost listened to some raw wave music. (laughs) I, I was this close. I was this close from listening to some raw wave. Do you know how stressed out and depressed you got to be to ride around or even be in your home in your living quarters and listen to raw wave? And there's no shot at raw wave. He makes great music for his crowd. I'm just not a sad guy. Y'all see me. I'm laughing all the time. I like to have fun with basketball. Basketball is an escape. No matter if you're a millionaire or just a regular guy, or a regular lady. Basketball is supposed to be our escape, right? So I always watch basketball since a kid with my pops. Me and my pops in the living room watching the 88 finals. The Lakers, Magic Johnson, Worthy, Kareem, the Pistons. I have those legendary memories with my father, man. Shout out to my pops. We talk like after every game. So I haven't spoken with pops today, but I'm sure when I call pops, he going to say, man, LeBron needs some help. My my pops is so funny with the post game. <laughs> his post game and like his analytical skills are amazing. If any of y'all have an old school OG, 
it's nothing like talking ball with the OG. But I was sad, man. I ain't gonna lie. I woke up, man. Like I said, I almost listened to Raw Wave. Because you really find out. One thing I've learned about being a LeBron James fan for 20 plus years, you always find out who your real friends are. When LeBron James loses, if a team with LeBron James on it loses in the playoffs, the conference finals, it can be the first round, whatever, the, the NBA finals, you will always find out who your real friends are in those moments. <laughs> it's your worst possible moment. You will find out. I had people calling and texting me last night as soon as the Lakers lost. Motherfuckers who I have not spoken to in over a year or six to eight months. I do not talk to these individuals on a day-to-day -day basis. Don't call my phone. Do not call my phone, man. Don't call my phone. That will end whatever type of friendship you think we have already. Yes, if you've been talking basketball with me on a day-to-day -day basis, like my guy Kendrick Perkins, shout out to Big Perk. We talk like after every game, bro, just bitten. Perk is a real basketball mind. He's passionate about the game. He brings a lot of insight to ESPN. Don't sleep on Perk, man. A lot of people want to make jokes and talk crazy because Perk is from the South, and he speaks with a Southern drawl. That's a real dude, man. But I be talking to Perk, different guys in the media, Lakers, Reporters, Lakers journalists, we talk privately. Some of the players here and there, bro. And it's like, bro, this is a beautiful game, bro. Beautiful game. But you really find out who your fucking friends are. Don't call my phone. The only person that's allowed to call me right now is my mom and my father. And my mom's probably happy because she's a Warriors fan. And my mom is not necessarily a LeBron James fan. That's what makes our basketball relationship and our basketball dynamic so beautiful with me and my beautiful mother. She is a Steph Curry lover. She is a Golden State Warriors fan. She is a Kevin Durant fan. My mom's favorite player is Katie. Shout out to Kevin Durant. But yeah, bro, it's stressful times right now, Laker Nation. <laughs> LeBron was at the arena several hours last night before the game. Several hours getting shots up. Age 38 getting shots up. We seen, we seen the festivities. They were practicing for the trophy ceremony while LeBron trying to get shots up. It was low-key disrespectful, but it was still business. We understand. But LeBron was out there leading by fucking example. LeBron James was leading by example because he's still hungry. As we saw last night, 40 points, 10 rebounds, 9 assists, virtuoso from LeBron. And was he gassed? Yes. He's playing on one foot. Do you know how much overcompensation you got to do with the rest of your body when you out there playing on a bad foot at age 38, carrying your team? Nothing but fucking respect for Braun, man. I'm going to take this time out to give LeBron James that. I'm going to give LeBron damn James his flowers, y'all. Because we hearing all the, you know, LeBron is considering retirement. I know what Braun did there, man. This is my personal opinion. This is nobody else's opinion. This is coming from me. I think LeBron James is sending a message. LeBron James is sending a message to the Lakers front office. And not really just one person in particular, but this is the summer, L.A. Palenka, Jeannie Buss, Buss family, Kurt Rambis, everybody in the building. This is the summer where you have to decide do you want LeBron James to end his career as an L.A. Laker? Farewell tour. That's why I don't think Braun retiring, because we all know 
the farewell tour is going to be amazing. LeBron James farewell tour is going to be emotional. I don't know. I don't even want to think about it, bro. To be honest, I don't even want to talk about retirement. When I even saw that headline last night, I just felt sick to my stomach. Like, LeBron, damn. We know the end is near. We know the end is near, being realistic. Did LeBron show his age in the playoff run? Yes, he's he's not healthy. Because I honestly feel like, man, if LeBron would have been close to 100% with no injuries, this is a different series we're talking about. It just shows you how great he is to be able to go out there with one foot, give you a 40 ball in an elimination game. And that's why I think LeBron was kind of emotional. He was kind of hurt, bro. Like, he was hurt at that podium. Because he's not going to say it publicly. LeBron never does that. But you got to look at it like, man, some of my guys, some of my troops, some of my soldiers didn't show up for me. Some of the cavalry didn't show up for me, bro, in the biggest moment. I'm out here with one foot. I'm 38. I will be 39 this year. We just need more. We just need more from other guys. I see y'all in the chat, man. It's getting real spicy. Yes, we're going to keep it spicy, man. We're going to keep it spicy. So this summer, what is it going to be this summer? Are we talking about a Kyrie or Dane thing situation with Kyrie or Trey Young? What are we doing? Laker Nation, how y'all feel? I don't know. Got the 17th draft pick. I don't know. Trey Bait, D'Lo. Would y'all agree? D'Angelo Russell has played <laughs> his final game. D'Lo got to go. D'Lo has played his final game with the LA Lakers. Malik Beasley, you got to go. You got to go. Mo Bamba, maybe. Depending on if they can find a trade partner. I don't know. Mo never really got a shot. That's one thing I really hate about the Mo Bamba situation. I feel like Mo was injured as soon as the trade was made. He never really got an opportunity. Like Mo Bamba never really got an opportunity to fit in and find his niche with the team. Vanderbilt started off great with the Lakers, but I don't know. Maybe. Maybe you can have your key fob back. But D'Angelo Russell, the key fob is deactivated, D'Angelo Russell. No more key fob for D'Angelo Russell. But it's, it's some big decisions. Rob Palenka, I, I, I wouldn't want to be in his shoes, man. I know there's a lot of pressure on Rob at the trade deadline to make the moves to even get the Lakers in the playoffs. And they did well. Seven seed, in the big picture, they did amazing job. Seven seed all the way to the conference finals. People even expecting y'all to come back from a 3-0 deficit because you have LeBron James. That shows you how great Bron is where people really was thinking like, bro, Bron might be able to do this even at 38. But I think what LeBron really needs, my opinion, we live on AMP right now, some dude show, man, basketball brunch. My opinion is I really think LeBron needs he just needs a certified bucket getter beside him. And that's why I think the streets are asking for Kyrie. The streets are asking for Dane. The streets are asking for Trey Young. That's why we hear that chitter chatter and those whispers. LeBron needs a certified bucket getter beside him. That's not a slight or a shot at AD. 
AD is what he is. AD is a defensive-minded player. I don't think he really is comfortable being the Kevin Garnett, the Dirk Nowinski type, the Carl Malone type, the Tim Duncan type. I don't think he's from that cloth. But some nights he shows flashes, right? So you fall in love with the idea that, man, Anthony Davis can give us 40. Anthony Davis can give us 40. He can give us 50 on any given night, right? You fall in love with the allure. But Anthony Davis, this offseason is going to be, like I said earlier, man, the crossroads of his career, I think. Will Anthony Davis be a Laker next season? We got to keep it spicy on the Some Do Show, man. We already talking about offseason. This is going to be the spiciest offseason. What is Anthony Davis going to work on this summer? That's all I want to see. Because I, my personal opinion, I just think AD, he needs to get his body right. Maybe get with Tim Grover or one of those type of trainers. He needs to get his body right and revamp and retool his actual physical attributes, right? Lower leg work, quads, hamstring work, core work, get stronger core. Like I said, maybe get with Tim Grover. Maybe get with Kevin Garnett. Sit down, have a real talk. No emotions, just real honest from the OGs. And understand that mindset like a KG. KG had that mindset. And I also want to see Anthony Davis work on his footwork. Like I really want to see him come, become like a better player in the post where he trusts his feet more. I feel like he doesn't trust his feet. You don't see a lot of spin moves from AD. You don't see a lot of jump hook up and unders. He needs to work on his jump hook. What's Anthony Davis' go-to move? Exactly. He don't really have a go-to move for a seven-footer with, with the agility of an antelope. Like you, he can, He's slippery. He got wiggle. Like He should be scoring more effective, and he should be scoring easier. Like a lot of fadeaway shots, a lot of driving left. And I feel like Anthony Davis, he looks for the foul a lot of times, right? He plays for the foul instead of just saying, I'm going to tear the rim down. Like last night, a couple plays, he could have tore the rim down, but he kind of settled. But I just want to see AD lock in, man. Like this is going to be a pressurized summer for AD. His mental health going to go through a lot. Like he's going to be scrutinized more than ever for the way the Lakers flamed out, getting swept like that in that fashion, and getting dominated by Jokic. The Wolves is out, man. I feel like the Wolves is really out right now. On AD, like, to really get it together, bro. KCP. Shout out to KCP, man. We joked about it on a previous show, but the KCP Revenge Tour. KCP got the last laugh. Thomas Bryant got the last laugh. <laughs> Thomas Bryant got the last laugh. After all the jokes, after all the memes, Thomas Bryant got the last laugh. But I just want to say, Coach Ham, you did a great job, my brother. Great job your first season. I know it was emotional. I could see the tears in your eyes last night at the podium, Coach Ham. But I just got to say, live on the Summer Dude Show, and I'm going to leave y'all with this. No more three-guard lineups, Coach. The players are going to improve this summer, Coach Ham. Austin Reed's going to lock in with Phil Handy. Hachimura, Japanese Jordan going to lock in with Phil Handy. That should be the Lakers' two top priorities this summer. 
bring back Rui, bring back Reeves, and then you can go get a big fish. But Coach Ham, the players are going to improve this summer. And the question going into the offseason is, how can Coach Ham improve as a coach? Because I know he's biting himself. I know he's biting air. I know he's he's throwing ball rock street fighter uppercuts. I know he's fucking mad at himself and kicking himself in the ass for some of the lineups he put out there, some of the questionable substitutions from game to game. We saw Tristan Thompson come in last night and move the puppies. Shout out to Tristan Thompson, man, moving the puppies, man. But why did you wait to game four when you're down three to zero to make certain adjustments that everybody can see? Everybody already saw the adjustments. Why did you wait the game for to start Rui? Is it politics? Is it something in the front office? Are you being told do this or do that or not to do this? I don't know. That's the questions that we asking. But Laker Nation, I just wanted to come on here. We had, we had some technical difficulties. Not going to be able to take the callers. But I just wanted to come on here and just tell Laker Nation just to relax. I know we sad. That game hurt, man. That right there was LeBron's chance to get his fifth ring. And we just don't know if we ever going to see LeBron James get back that close from the NBA Finals. Four wins from the Finals. It's stressful. But the beautiful part is, as sad as we are right now today, live on the Some Do Show, live on AMP, we're sad, we're somber, we're bewildered. We're staring at the jig. <laughs> We're all staring at the jig together. But what's so beautiful about this is the real LeBron James fans, the real Laker fans, the real NBA fans. Those are the ones that appreciate the greatness we saw this season. From LeBron, damn James. Game four gave it everything he had, bro. And that's a testament to any young players out here watching somebody in year 20 go out there Diving for loose balls, totally gas, tank on E, and still put his team on his back. I don't know about y'all, but how many of y'all have been great at your job for 20 years? Absolutely phenomenal at your job for 20 years, and people still talking crazy about you. LeBron James' hate is a mental illness at this point. I really believe that. LeBron James' hate is a mental illness at this point. And I know y'all love Jordan shoes. I love Jordan shoes. I got plenty in my closet. I know you love Michael Jordan shoes. But I just feel like hating LeBron at this point, it's all misplaced jealousy. Just look at the avatars of the people. Look at these, look at these dudes that hate LeBron. Just look at the actual dudes. Look at the people that hate LeBron. Zoom in on the avatar. Just look at these guys. Most of them never play competitive basketball. Like I told y'all, they was in the RTC in high school. They were playing in the high school band. They were playing the bassoon in high school. We got bassoon players talking crazy about an all-time great. Is LeBron James hate at this point? Because I feel this way. Is it like a personality trait to y'all where some people just feel like it's the trendy thing to do just to hate LeBron? Like it's grown men. It's mainly grown men. Who wake up every day like I'm gonna make a meme about LeBron. Or I'm gonna slander LeBron for no reason. This the off season. 
During the season, it don't matter what time of the year, 24-7. Just wake up waiting to hate Braun. That's why that, that game last night was so tough to watch because you can feel the haters rejoicing in the streets. So as I end this show, as I always do, I just want to let y'all know, LeBron James, in my humble opinion, is the greatest basketball player we've ever seen. So all I'm going to simply say, congrats to the Denver Nuggets. But LeBron James is still one of the best basketball players ever. He's the GOAT, in my opinion. And we got to cut it out. Cherish these moments. Because what if Braun does walk away? Did you really cherish the moments?